Shoo, y'all. <laughs> 2021 in a review in one episode. I hope you guys are ready for this. This year has been amazing. I am well aware we still have like four and a half, five weeks to go. I am not, this is not me throwing in the towel. This is not me like, it's over, be done. Trust me, there are goals that we're still working towards at Success Beyond the Lens. But this is the last episode for 2021 of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast of season one. Ah, I'm so excited. So I wanted to give you guys a look at what this year has looked like and the amazingness, the lessons I learned, the obstacles that we accomplished, all of the things. So without further ado, here is my 2021 year in review. Hey y'all, thank you for listening to the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. If you're a photographer looking to grow your business without feeling tied to your computer, then this is the space for you. In this season, we're tackling the nitty gritty of running an organized and successful photography business. So grab your AirPods, your favorite note-taking tools, and let's get your photography business working for you. I love years in review. Seriously, I live for the playlists that I use Pandora. I really, can someone explain to me the whole Spotify versus Pandora thing? I feel like no one talks about Pandora anymore. I always hear about Spotify. Can someone explain that to me? I have had Pandora Unlimited for years now. I love it. People talk about Spotify all the time, and I just need to know why. Anyway, I live for the lists, the like playlists that they create, where it's like, here's what you loved in the year 2021, and more to love in the year 2021. <laughs> like I listen to that playlist almost when I'm not listening to Christmas music. That is normally what I'm listening to in December. I love to see the like fashion trends. I love all of the lists. I'm a list person. I love making lists. So it makes sense that I enjoy seeing all of the lists that accompany the end of the year each year. It's just one of the things I love. Oh, and mashups. Oh my goodness. I love mashups. Okay. If you guys don't know this about me, I love music. Everything I do, I normally I'm listening to music, whether it's driving, cooking, cleaning, when I'm working my horses, I live for music. I Everything I do is music. I also love all kinds of music from like saxophone. <laughs> I love me. Some Dave Cause and Mindy Bear. I may be saying that incorrectly. Love them. Uh, Lindsey Sterling. But also, you know, just like your regular, you know, today's hits and country and 90s and 2000s and uh, I can't think of anything I don't like, except for Screamo. I don't like Screamo music. Anyway, I'm off on a mini tangent over here. Mashups. I love, like, year-end mashups where Anthem Lights does it a lot, if you've ever heard of them. They do a lot of uh, acapella mashups for, like, the top however many songs of that year. Love their mashups. Anyway, besides the point. <laughs> I love years in review. And that's why I always, all right, since I've been doing this podcast, I do a year in review podcast episode where I go over the things that happened in the year, what worked, what didn't, what I loved, what I didn't, those types of things. Partially because it's just fun. Like, I love this episode. But also because I think there's some valuable lessons for me to take away from 2021. And hopefully you can learn some lessons that... I've already practiced. Or maybe it'll just inspire you to look over your year and do your own year in review. If you do, 
tag me. I'd love to love to check it out. Okay, so we always start with like bad news first. <laughs> and there's no, there's not really like bad news. 2021 was in has been uh, an incredible year. Our team has grown so much. Our business has grown so much. All of the things, right? However, with that growth has come incredible responsibility and lots of obstacles, lots of challenges, lots of figuring things out to the best of my ability. And that has probably been one of the biggest, I think challenges is the best word for it, of 2021 is essentially figuring out how to be a CEO. Now, I've been in business almost four years. It'll be four years in January. And I've never met anyone who has walked into an entry-level position like January 1st of their first year with that company. And by January 1st of their fourth year with that company, they're the CEO. Like, don't see that happening, right? Unless it's a, you know, a (laughs) rom-com. I could see it being a plot of a rom-com real quick. So when you start a business, you have these ideas and you have, you know, I just want to make enough to pay the bills or I want to make just enough to go on a couple vacations or for me, replace my full-time income. It started off as this little thing. And then over the last four years, it's grown. This year has been a foundational year for Success Beyond the Lens. When I tell you that I am grateful for 2021, it's not a strong enough word. Going back just a minute, from May to June of 2020, I lost 80% of my business. There was a time when I had two clients. I never made that little since I started my business. And it was terrifying. When business started picking back up six months later, there was a lot of uncertainty about what to do with my business. I had niched down to photographers uh, like 18 months prior to that happening. 80% of my clients were photographers. They couldn't work, obviously. So they couldn't afford to keep me on their their expenses any longer. I had to let my team go. And it was it was a really, really scary time. So when business started picking back up, there was a point where I'm like, do I want to continue working with photographers? Because I don't know if it makes the most sense to do that. And I was talking to a friend of mine at the time who she's not my business coach and she's still my friend, but she hadn't entered that role yet. And she's just like, well, who, what are, what are your clients now? As business had picked back up, I said, most everyone's a photographer. In fact, I had applied for several online business management positions with different businesses, brands, and companies, and I wasn't hired. But I kept, like, photographers kept hiring me. And I'm like, I just, makes me nervous. And she's like, you're already, your business is growing from photographers. She's like, so I think you need to stay niche down at least for six months and see what happens. And I said, okay. She's like, you know, what are your goals? And I said, my goal has always been to become the go-to company for photographers, for business management marketing. And she said, okay let's take the first step. So my first step was I hired a team member and she started helping me do some client work. And then the next step was she took over a couple of accounts. And from there, we have grown exponentially, it feels like. 
in January of 2021, we hit our first five-figure month. And we have not gone below five figures all year. As of October, I think it was 15th, we officially crossed 100000 in gross. And our profit is around like 57 to 60%. And I'm telling you these numbers because a lot of the times you'll hear business owners like throw out like, oh, we're a six-figure company or oh, we're da 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 or I'm making six figures or whatever. Like <laughs> I run a team of, I don't know how many is on a team right now, seven. I, I don't personally bring home six figures. However, the business has. And that was a huge like aha moment for me in several different ways. I celebrated like crazy. I was so grateful to be in this place to go from like my lowest month in business since I went full time to steady, you know, five figure months in a span of eight months was just mind boggling. So as the business grew, the team grew. And with the team grew, you realize how much you have to learn for three years, I ran a, basically a solo business. I had an assistant here and there. They would help me with tasks I gave them. But there was no, like, they didn't have a lot of autonomy when dealing with our clients. I kind of micromanaged everything. However, this year I realized in order to grow the company to the place that I want it to get to, there's no way I can micromanage it. So. I started giving autonomy to our team and working with our clients and, you know, having them take fantastic care of our clients. And for the most part, that worked really well. However, as the team grew, as we brought on more clients, we realized there were gaps and I had to figure out how to manage those gaps while growing. And that was difficult. When you realize the ship that you built... (laughs) has a bunch of holes in it and you don't take the time or you can't take the time to do more than duct tape they're just gonna leak they might not be like sinking your ship in a matter of a few minutes but when you have those leaking spots on your boat you are going to slowly begin to sink your ship And it all goes back to systems. You guys, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know I am a systems junkie. I love systems. I live for systems. However, because our business grew so quickly, there didn't seem to be time to create the systems we needed to be put in place. So there were some leaky spots where client experience dropped more than I would have liked it to. And we've had conversations with our clients and things, you know, we've changed things a lot over the last three and four months. We've put better systems in place. I've done more trainings. We have changed things so that our client experience was on par with what we were wanting. However, there was a time when it wasn't what I would want our clients to experience. And saying that... (laughs) is very vulnerable because I still run this company. I love this company. We, our purpose is to create an exceptional experience for our clients and their clients. So to say like, yeah, a couple of our clients didn't have the best experience for, you know, six to eight weeks. is a little scary, but it's the truth. 
And that's part of why I like these years in review, because I can tell you this and have you learn from my errors. So what we've done is I've created new trainings. I meet with my team more regularly. I have also changed how we hire for our team. And these are all things that a CEO at this size company would be doing. I am brand new to this position. (laughs) Like it's my business, but I'm still brand new to this position. And it's been a lot of learning curves. It's been a lot of balancing and trying to figure out how to best support my team while giving them the tools and the resources they need to be successful, to serve our clients exceptionally well. So with growth, I saw more spots that needed to be fixed and we fixed them and we're continuing to work on creating better systems and better client experience. And there's been a shift in the last month, six weeks, where we're hitting a good stride. Like our clients are really happy. Our team knows what to do, what's expected, how to reach out to me. If they need a training, they can reach out. If they have an idea, they know they can reach out. And I am so flippin' excited about the direction this company is headed. 2021 has been a foundational year. We have figured out what services we offer, what we do really well, what we excel at, what we help our clients excel at. And it's taken on this life of really getting the opportunity to help our clients grow their businesses by doing what we do really well. And that's taking care of clients in their marketing and business management needs. The other obstacle... I had to figure out was how to grow a company while still taking care of myself. In the previous three years of business, my business came before just about everything. And my needs fell by the wayside. They came after the business, after taking care of our son, after taking care, you know, of our home and my husband and dinner and our animals and the property and everyone but myself. And at the tail end of 2020, I was dealing with crippling anxiety. I'm talking anxiety that had me terrified of making the wrong move, of losing my business all over again, of repeating mistakes, of just, it was just not a fun place to be. I had, I was anxious all the time. I also didn't take care of my body. I ran it into the ground. (laughs) I did not spend uh, a lot of time outside. I didn't spend a lot of time doing things that make me happy. I was barely surviving by October of 2020. And I recognized that that isn't what I wanted I recognized that if I wanted to, the business was beginning to pick up. I was starting to, I uh, in January, I would hire my second team member. And there was just this moment of, I can't grow my business the way I want to grow my business if I'm a messy ball of emotions all the time. Or I was so terrified of making the wrong move that I didn't make any move. And I knew I couldn't grow my business the way I wanted to with that mindset. 
So one of the most pivotal changes I've made that affected 2021 the way it has is I started taking care of myself almost before anything else. And I had to start switching my priorities. I had to put myself above the business. I had to put myself above even my marriage and my son because I was so lost in the labels of business owner, wife, and mom that I no longer existed. And I knew that if I wanted to grow the business in the way that I foresaw, in the way that I envisioned, then I would need to start tackling my own BS. So the first thing I did was I hired a therapist. I've talked about that um, a few times on the podcast, I think. I had some trauma happen to me as a teenager. And then I got married and I was in a not good relationship and I left him. And then I started over at 22 years old. And all of this has led to just a lot of issues. (laughs) And that's a lot of where my anxiety stemmed from. So I hired a therapist and I laid, I mean, that in that first, in that first session, I was like, okay, here's the rundown. At 16, this happened. At 18, this happened. At 20, this happened. At 22, this happened. And then over the last seven years, this, 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 and this happened. And I'm like, so there's my ball of mess. Let's straighten this ish out. And that's what we've been doing for a year. And we have tackled anxiety. We have tackled my feelings of not feeling safe. We have tackled my stress management, my trauma. We've worked through healing and making sure I feel safe in every facet of my life. All of these things we've worked on. So that was number one. Then I hired a business coach, one of my best friends. I worked with her for a couple of years and um, realized that my business was going in a different direction than the role that I was doing in her business. So I hired her as my business coach. I no longer worked for her company. And she has helped me in so many different ways. She's helped me with being confident in the hiring choices I've made. She's helped me understand the systems that we need in order to be successful. She's also given me the confidence in my own intuition. I'm still working on it. But instead of having her tell me how something works or how something should happen, I will say something along the lines. I'm like, okay, I think we need to do X, Y, and Z. And she can come back and say, absolutely, that is a fantastic idea. Your gut's 100% right, but I we need to just change this just slightly. And that's what takes it over the edge, right? So I hired the therapist, then the business coach. I also hired an accountant, and she helped me start managing the finances of the business better. And then back in June, I hired a personal trainer. Now, <laughs> you may be thinking of this and wondering, like, Dang, this is this is a lot of people, Jen. And it is. It is a lot of people. But the people I have brought and hired into my life are all people who are helping hold me accountable to the personal goals and the business goals that I want to achieve. I've told myself for years that I would take better care of myself. I would eat better. I would work out. I would not be so anxious. I would ignore the trauma. I would whatever. 
and it didn't happen. And I was tired of feeling like I was holding myself back. So I've put people in place in my life who help me reach a better potential. And let me tell you what that's done this year. I took two vacations away from my business where my team managed 90%, if not 100%, in a lot of cases, the business without me. I was gone. I went 24 hours without service. I realized, actually, this was very recent, literally two weeks ago from the time I'm recording this, that situations that normally would cause me to spiral in anxiety for hours, if not two and three days, I managed without a single dose of anxiety, not a drop. I had these situations happen in my business and I was like, okay, tackle this, done. Okay, tackle this, done. Tackle this, done. Tackle this, done. And I was reiterating it to my cousin and she's like, oh my gosh, do you know how amazing that is? I'm like, what? She's like, you would normally be spiraling over the first instance. You handled four like a boss. I'm like, oh my goodness, you're totally right. I didn't have one anxiety episode. I didn't have any like imposter syndrome or like a moment of catastrophizing. None of that happened. It's very freeing. The other thing that's happened is I, and this is, I don't even like to say that I've, that I've lost weight. I have, but it's so like on the bottom of any of the other like non quote unquote non-scale victories. So I started writing again after I had my son a couple, I think it was like a couple years later and I just didn't write the same. My balance was off. My core was off. All of this like change happens after having a baby and I did not expect it to affect my writing the way it did. So one of the most exciting things about making time for taking better care of my body is I rode my horse a few weeks ago and I could legitimately feel the difference in my core, in my balance. I did maneuvers with him that I haven't been able to do well, let alone gracefully, since I had my son. And again, that power, that freedom, that incredible like on cloud nine feeling happened all over again. In my opinion, it is not a coincidence in the least that my business is more successful this year, while it's also the year that I have poured more into myself than I have at almost any point in my life. I've always lived to achieve for other people. And this year, I lived to achieve the goals I wanted. I wanted for myself, for my business, my marriage, my team, my son. But the center of it was me. It's been this incredible lesson over this last year in how important it is to take care of yourself. You hear it all the time. Self-care, 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 self-care. Self-care for me wasn't getting a manicure. It wasn't splurging on Starbucks a couple times a week. It wasn't buying an outfit when I wanted it. Self-care for me, that's made the difference in my life, that has helped me manage my anxiety, has improved my marriage, has improved my business. Self-care was doing hard bleepity bleep bleep work 
on myself in order to become the person who I am today. And it was some of the hardest work I've ever done. I tackled things in, that have happened in my life that I thought I boxed up and buried. I show up to the gym, my poor trainer, and I whine and I cuss and I stomp my feet, but on it, if I'm not leaving there sweating and feeling a hundred times better, 2021 has been a foundational year for success beyond the lens, but it's also been a foundational year to the woman that I wanted to become when I divorced my first husband. There have been so many moments of success and epiphanies and realizations and understanding that I feel like this year has been one of the most influential years of my entire life. Our business, Success Beyond the Lens, continues to grow. We are getting ready to hire our first employee. My team is incredible. They're all so incredible. They're such incredible women. And our clients are these amazing photographers who have all kinds of different missions and values. And I see their wins and their successes, and it just lights me up. If you take anything away from this podcast episode, you guys know I love to give like one, at least one actionable tip. If I give you one actionable tip, I would encourage you to invest in yourself and not in a way that's like buying a Michael Kors bag or investing in, you know, that new camera body or whatever the case may be. Invest in who you are as a person. Hire people in your life who are going to challenge the conceptions that you have about yourself, about the world, about what success looks like. Bring people into your life who are going to challenge you, who are going to look at you and say, nope, you can do better than this. Or no, you are worth more than this. When you start taking better care of your soul, you start realizing that when you have the power to do the hard work and tackle the hard things, you have the power to accomplish anything you damn well please. It is freeing and liberating and empowering. And it's the key lesson I've learned in 2021. Now for the fun things. All right. So in 2021, let's see. I bought a new horse. He's amazing. I listened to a lot of 90s country. (laughs) That was a popular music station for me this year. I started reading again. I did audiobooks for the first half of the year and read I have no idea how many books, probably close to 20, if not more. And that evolved into actually like reading books. Over the last couple of months, I started reading again when I went to Arizona and it has been amazing. I took, I went on my first trail ride with my horse, my new horse. My first trail ride in five years, six years. It's probably honestly longer than that. Like trailering somewhere to ride rather than just like riding off of property. Uh, That was my first trail ride in probably 15 years, maybe 13 years. I drank a lot of vanilla sweet cream cold brews from Starbucks. That's been like my go-to drink uh, from Starbucks this year is vanilla sweet cream cold brew or the strawberry refresher without berries. Those two were my go-to Starbucks drinks for this year. I, let me think, what other 
sushi has been a big food this year. I have eaten a lot of sushi. (laughs) I visited Winston-Salem twice. I am actually going back to Winston-Salem in just a couple of weeks. It's become one of my favorite cities. I'm not a city girl by any means, but my husband, son, and I went to Winston-Salem in March for a photo shoot, and it was also my birthday weekend. That was such a great trip. And then I went back to Winston-Salem for a conference in July, and we're going back to Winston-Salem in a couple weeks for um, an event for one of my clients. And also a branding shoot for me. I'm so excited. Uh, Let's see. I went to Arizona. It was incredible. Such a great trip. It was very much a, like, vacation on my own slash business trip. It was amazing. I, let's see, I think that covers like all of the big, big highlights for this year. And then like just all the little things I was into this year, like my favorite Starbucks drinks and music. Oh, okay. So my favorite series I've read so far this year is the Akatar series, A Court of Thorn and Roses. I love that series. I think it's my favorite series of all time. I'm pretty sure. I haven't read a lot of series in the last few years because I just haven't been reading. But definitely my favorite series that I've read so far. So, yeah, it's just, it's been an incredible year. And I am so excited for 2022 and taking all of the lessons and challenges that happened in 2021 and embracing all of it for 2022. I hope you guys have a beautiful holiday season. I hope you have a lovely Thanksgiving if you listen to this prior to your Thanksgiving. And yeah, I will see you guys with new episodes in January. And cheers until then. Well, that wraps us up for this week. Thank you so much for joining on this episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. If you are loving our content, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to our channel or left us a review. You can always hang out with me on the gram at Success Beyond the Lens. Hope to see you guys next week.